Can you hear that? No. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure, but I'm playing Brandy. You're a fine girl in the background here as we're talking. Because <laughs> I think it would be perfect. We're on. Uh, we're, we're. It's the Dinner and Johnny's podcast. Good evening, everyone. Um, we are uh, shipped ashore right now to all the ships at sea. Uh, we are on the line with the shipped ashore chef, Catherine Schmuck. Hello, Catherine. Hi there. How are you? Uh, it's great. Great to meet you. Um, I am fascinated about your job. Um, you know, I feel like you have a one in a million job, uh, titles, uh, uh what you do, uh, it's just really fascinating. Where are you right now? Well, I, um, I work on a ship on a freighter, freighter cargo ship. And, uh, right now at this time of the year, the ships have been laid up over the winter. And um, because of all the ice, um, not all of ships lay up over the winter, but these particular ships and the ports that they go to do lay up over the winter. And I'm sitting on the stern of the ship in the sunshine watching the ice flows go by. I'm in uh, Port Coburn, Ontario, and um, I cook for a crew on the ship. You cook for a crew on the ship and you have uh, created a, a, a cookbook. How long have you been doing this job where you hop aboard freighters and you're the chef. Well, I uh, started in uh, 1981, and um, I sailed for 13 years. I worked my way up. I started as a, um, a night cook doing short order um, meals, like hot dogs, hamburgers. I used to work from 11.30 at night till 7.30 in the morning, because on a ship, of course, it runs 24 hours a day, and people are always working throughout the night on different watches. So I was there to uh, make food for them. And so it's then, a 24 uh, hour operation and you worked your way up and that's right. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. I, do so you, I work- do you bring the food aboard with you when you, when you get on board, you know what you're going to cook and you bring it or do they have it there for you? Oh no, we're talking massive amounts of food. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cooking for, tw- well, I used to cook for 30 people, but um, I sailed from 1981 to 1994. Then I had my own restaurant for 24 years. And when I came back in uh, 2019, um, I, I had enough, uh, 24 years in the restaurant business was enough. And I decided I wanted to give a gift to myself and uh, came back um, to, to sailing, something that I loved. And um, now the crews are approximately between 17 and 25 people. But back in uh, between 1981 and 1994, the crews were larger and there were 30 people. But we um, order every two weeks and um, they're delivered to us in port. Okay, I see what you're saying. So you show up at a port and you know what you've got to get and you get it done. Now, you're based out of where? Where do you where do you call home when you're not on a ship? Um, I live in uh, Mont-Tremblant, Quebec, which is a ski resort north of Montreal. I'm originally from um, Brockville, Ontario, the yeah. Thousand Islands. Sure. And um, I kind of spend my time between the two uh, the two areas now. Did I read that you 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 went aboard your first ship your uh, when you were 19? That's correct. Yeah, in 1981 um, was my first ship, and um, actually my sister. Uh, joined uh, sailing at the same time. I was working um, in a little family-run uh, restaurant, uh, motel bar, 
And uh, one of the customers uh, came in and, and he said, so what are you doing now? You've graduated from high school. And I said, well, I'm going to go to Europe with my sister. And he said, do you want to make a lot of money and have a lot of vacation? And I was like, I'm 19, of course. Yeah. So uh, he introduced us to the, the world of sailing, which I used to watch the ships go by Brockville. We're on the St. Lawrence River. Sure. And I was always intrigued. So uh, my sister and I joined and, and loved it right away. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Ship to Shore Chef is her Facebook page. And uh, while you're listening to this podcast, you might be able to follow along. She has some incredible photos and videos going through the locks on the St. Lawrence and beautiful scenery. And of course, her her cookbook, which looks scrumptious. <laughs> Thank you. There's a lot yeah, of I, lucky I sailors. Love, <laughs> <laughs> I love photography. I love taking pictures. Um, so it was just like whatever food I was making, I would always take photos of it. And that came from my dad. And my dad was always, always had a camera in his hand. So when we were younger, there's lots of photos, um, family photos on the river, enjoying food at always the meals. The, the, there was pictures taken of the, the meals. So when I put together my cookbook, which is called uh, Ship to Shore Chef, um, I had a lot of uh, photos that my dad had taken. So it was fun to go through the photos and start from the beginning. How did I get started into sailing? So the, the cookbook has all of my favorite recipes, the ones that my mom used to make for us, pretty much everything that I cook for my crew is in the book. But with that, I intertwined stories about sailing because I, I started, um, when I came back to sailing in 2019, I thought about when I sailed um, in between 1981 and 1994. And of course, my memory, <laughs> not quite what it used to be. Yeah. So I, I thought this time when I go back sailing, I'm going to document it. And of course, with technology, we have Facebook now. So I started posting pictures of my food and little stories about my day on the ship and where we were going and shared it with family and friends. And before long, it started to it started to grow. So as my community grew, my stories got longer. And then I have always wanted to do a cookbook. So when I got down to, you know, there's lots of free time when you work on the ship. And then there's lots of time at home. I thought, now I'm going to write my cookbook and I'm going to intertwine the stories of life on a ship. Yeah. Recipes and stories as I sail through my day. Do you mostly uh, travel between uh, the Great Lakes and the St. Lawrence River? Yes, I do. I have been on the East Coast. I have gone as far as Newfoundland and um, um, had a few trips into Halifax and um, stopped at, I, I actually got off a ship on, in the Magdalen Islands, which is a beautiful, beautiful little island. And it's just uh, in the Gulf of St. Lawrence. So I've, I've sailed as far as Newfoundland and then as far up as um, Superior, Wisconsin. Last fall, I had a trip to Chicago. Just a little bit everywhere. Any whale sightings? Yes, I have. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. So, and, that's, and and yeah, what's nice is um, the wheelhouse. They'll call down to the galley and say whales on the starboard side. So then we, you know, get a chance to go out and have a look. I love this. So, Catherine, I, again, looking at some of the um, items that you're. Well, let me ask you this: since you're working today. And uh, you're, you know, you're hanging out on the ship. Uh, what's, what's, what's on the menu today for the crew? What are you making? Well, it's, it's funny you should ask because 
right now we're we're in fit out. So the ship has been tied up since uh, January. Um, the crew go home, but a couple of people stay on board. So right now they called me back with the uh, engine crew. So there's six, seven, including myself. There's seven of us here right now. And they're just working on the uh, engines, getting them ready to start the season. And I'm cooking for them. And you're sitting so, out because uh, the lakes are still frozen or the river's frozen, this, that, and the other thing. Right. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. And the seaway opens, the canal opens, um, which was where I am. I'm in the Welling Canal. Yeah. Um, it opens on the 24th. So the whole crew is coming back from the 20th. But what's fun about cooking for just six or seven, including myself, is that you can do different things. And I found my crew right now are the six of them are really adventurous eaters. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking advantage of that. So today for lunch, we had uh, falafels Mm. and um, they could have it in a salad or a wrap. And they were actually cauliflower falafels, which are not traditional, but they're, in my opinion, better than the the chickpea falafels. Oh, so they're kind of keto friendly, keto friendly. Yes, exactly. Because (laughs) my next book is going to be keto paleo. So I'm, practicing my recipes my recipes now and then of course I had a salad and then I had I made a um a keto friendly uh broccoli cheddar soup and then um I have a break after lunch which I'm enjoying a few um hours in the sunshine now and then this evening I'm making homemade noodles with uh beef stroganoff wow what a fun what a fun job I think uh, it must get stressful though when you're working do you have to work you don't have to be on call 24 hours now right you have someone else no. working overnight or no no right now they, they stopped that when I came back sailing in uh, 2019 yeah. there was a lot of uh, cuts and yep. in the galley they cut there used to be four people working in the galley now there's one or two so there's we leave food in the fridge or leftovers for the people who are working throughout the night, but there's no longer somebody on watch to cook for the crew All right. at night. What is what is the favorite meal that that Catherine, the ship to shore chef on Facebook, ship to shore chef, go check out her Facebook, follow her adventures. What's the favorite meal you've been told that you make for the crew? Oh, that's a tough one because. Um, what I like to do is I like to have specific days where I do something special. Everybody is always excited for Friday's, um, fish and chips. Like everybody loves them and it's a simple meal, but people like it. Another really super popular meal is spaghetti and meat sauce. And I think those are the things that remind us of home. And I think if I had to say one of the things that I make that people are most excited, I make a lot of bread, homemade bread, homemade buns. Like if I do hamburgers, I'm making homemade hamburger buns or oh. homemade hot dog buns. It just takes it to the next level and it's just like makes it extra special. I can see why they love you. I bet you if the ship was going down, they'd save you first. <laughs> I'd like to hope so. <laughs> Have you ever been involved in any storms when you've been out working? Yeah, more so in the um in the between the 80s and 90s. I find since I came back that there's a lot more times when they'll go to anchor. Okay. To wait out wait out the weather. So not as many, but I have been in some stores where I was a little bit storms where I was a little bit concerned and I've actually been in a uh, marine accident. Really? Tell us about it. uh, Yeah, that was in the uh, late 80s. I was on a ship and we were going down the uh, 
the St. Lawrence River and we were turning into the Sagity River, which is like a fjord river. So there's like mountain cliffs on each side of the river. So we were going along and I was in the middle of just, at that time there was four of us in the galley and I was serving the, the captain and I was about to go in with his bowl of soup and all of a sudden there's this huge jolt and the alarms went off and I turned around and everybody was already gone. So I ran to my room and got my survival suit and my life jacket and I went out on deck and there's this sheer rock wall. We had hit a mountain. Oh my. Yeah, so oh. it was it was uh, under control. They pumped ballast in the stern, brought the forward end up, and so we were, you know, we weren't going to sink. But there is that moment where you're just kind of like, okay, this is good. <laughs> so uh, you do have a dessert in your book. Um, I think it's called uh, crack. Tell us yes, about I that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your crack. Well. <laughs> Well, I, I put crack because it's extremely addictive. And when you break it apart, it cracks. So it's uh, it has a graham wafer base. And then there's like a caramel, uh, which gets nice and uh, crispy. And um, a caramel layer. And then on top of that is chocolate. And on top of that is our uh, pecans. So oh. I make that and I just warn them. I'm like, this is addictive, guys. Like, And what's really funny about that is when they come by, there's all these little trails of pecans where they, they've been walking down the hallway with these treats. <laughs> Oh my goodness. They must, I'm telling you, you, you must be their favorite person on board. <laughs> well, I try. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, ship to shore is the website. Is that, where's the best place to order your cookbook, Catherine? Exactly there at www.ship Okay. Ship to shore all right, so how many days will you be on the boat? Or are you just there until, and, you know, I'm, I wouldn't let you off <laughs> the way you cook. <laughs> well, there, there's different scenarios. Right okay. now, I, um, I took this job. The regular cook is off on a medical relief. So okay. I'm usually, uh, medical relief when you take a job means you're on for at least two weeks, but it could go longer. When I um, returned to sailing in 2019, I my first job I took was a medical relief. I was there for a year, so it really is hard to say. But normally, when you when you're working, normally you work 30 days to 90 days on, and then 30 days to 45 days off, depending on the scenario. I hope some. I have a little pontoon boat that I keep up in the uh, Thousand Islands, uh, up between Clayton and Alex Bay. I I hope someday. I'm just riding along and I, I see this big ocean liner going by and I hope to wave and I hope it's you and you're throwing crack at me. That's, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty little area where you are. And for sure, you know what? I, it's funny because I'll have people who, uh, because I write this blog, I, I write a daily blog on Facebook. Um, uh, eventually it's going to be off on, on my uh, website, but right mm -hmm. now it's on Facebook. So, I talk about what I'm doing and, you know, pictures of the food that I've made, pictures of the ship. And so people are following me. So what they're doing now is like, if they know I'm in the area, because you can track me on marine traffic.com on the ship that I'm on yeah. and know where I am all the time. So they'll message me and say, come on out to the port side and wave at us. And what's really fun is people will make signs and say, hello, Catherine. And, you know, so Aww. that's been a lot of fun. 
Yeah, that's yeah, your, you can tra- that. you can track any ship anywhere in the world because I've done that. I've seen yeah. a, I've I've passed a ship in the in the in the Thousand Islands, and like I check back three days later, and it's like in Brazil. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's really fun, and it, it's so much easier because that's one of the things that changed as well. Like from when I sailed between eighty one and ninety four, there were no cell phones. There was no, you know, internet for us. Yeah. And so it was, you know, like if you, if you got to port, you got in line with 28 other people on the phone booth waiting to call home. But now it's just so easy. You know, you can communicate at home. And because I'm on the Thousand Islands, mom lived in Brockville. My mom and dad used to come to uh, Iroquois Lock between 81 and 94, my first time sailing. Yeah. And it was just 45 minutes from my hometown. And my mom and dad would bring three dozen donuts for the crew (laughs) so that they could have a little treat and they would come and they'd pick up mail and they would do little errands for people. So what the ship started doing was they started blowing the whistle for my mom and dad when we passed um, Brockville. So what's really special is even if I'm not on the ship anymore, some of the captains or first mates will still blow the whistle for my mom and dad to salute and say hello. They know. They they remember that. That is so yeah, wonderful. Yeah, really cool. So wonderful. All right, get any other uh, – so I did – I'll have to go to shiptoshorechef.com to order my cookbook. But uh, yeah. any anything else in there as like you could tease us about uh, as far as the uh, the cookbook goes? Any, any cool recipes? Yeah. Like for me, what I like to do is I like to start with, um, like some sauces that I make from scratch. So those are, those are in the book. So when I get on a ship right away, I'll do, I call it the GPS because it's a sauce that works its way, finds its way into many of my recipes. Okay. So it's like into my, into uh, Chinese dishes or curry dishes. So I have those sauces, which are nice to keep in your fridge or like a chimichurri sauce or a garlic mayonnaise, like, which then in the book, I build a lot of other recipes off of that. All right. All right. How do you make your GPS sauce? Can you tell us right now? Can you give us a hint? What's in it? It's with vinegar, ginger, um, uh, garlic, uh, peppers, uh, sugar, and uh, seasoning, and you boil it down until it's like a syrupy, um, um, a syrupy sauce, and then you add that. It's like a chili, like a Thai chili um, sauce, but it's homemade. Amazing! I got to get this book. You know, this whole podcast is it's called Dinner at Johnny's. You're getting ripped off. Because you're not having dinner because you're on a ship right now. But, okay, all right, I didn't mean to cut you off. What else do you have? No, no, I wanted to tell you because you just made me think when you said I have to get the book. Yeah. When you order the book, yes. um, in the confirmation email, there's a, um, a PDF uh, filed microbook with uh, it's 22 pages so that you have something to start with immediately while you wait for your, your book to be um, shipped. And then the title of the microbook is um, um, what to do with holiday leftovers because I am the queen of what to do with leftovers. <laughs> mm, uh, I see here, I'm looking again at your Facebook, which is ship to shore chef, Catherine. Okay. And yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, it, this, these crepes that you're making, these are out of this world. They're beautiful. Well, when I um, stopped sailing in 1994, it was to open my own restaurant and I opened a crepery. Okay. In a ski resort, uh, Mont Tremblant. 
so I'm one of those people that I can believe you can do anything that you set your mind to. So when I went for my interview at Lone Tromlant, I said to the person interviewing me, I said, I'd like to open a deli. He said, we already have one. He said, we're looking for a creperie. And and I said, oh, I love crepes. I had never had a crepe in my life, (laughs) but I wanted to be there. (laughs) So I asked him, I said, so where's your favorite creperie? And he mentioned a place and in Quebec City, which was two hours away. And I said, well, I'm going to go and see what this is about. So I drove there and I, and I thought, well, I can do this. And I went back on my ship for the next, uh, for another uh, three month um, job. And I started practicing and I thought I can do this. So I opened a creperie and um, did that for 24 years. So when I came on the ship, I thought I'm going to make crepes for the boys and they love them. Oh, I'm sure they're gorgeous. Um, so do you get, so here's the deal. So do you get to explore when, when the ship docks at port places? Yes. But of course with COVID, like since I came back in 2019, a lot of the time has been with COVID. So we weren't allowed to go ashore, but, um, now since I've come here, I'm allowed to go out for a walk and the, the, um, it's not as, um, restrictive anymore. So yes, we can, uh, we can go ashore. And when I sailed between 81 and 94, we were ashore all the time. It was so much fun to explore different places. And did, did I see you used to bring your bike with you used to bring your bike with you? So you just like ride down the ramp and you were on your way. Yep. Yep. Actually we had to lower it over with a rope, but yes, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that was the, uh, yeah, that was the way, uh, yeah, often I went on my bicycle. I actually rode my uh, bike across Canada when I was uh, um, in 19, uh, 1986, so I would have been 24. So I love my bicycle, so that was a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh, what a fascinating life. I really just think it would be, uh, I just, I wanted to talk to you because this just sounded like a cool job, super cool, and you just make it that much cooler <laughs> Uh, I don't, I think there's only one you and I, I'm sure that you bring, bring it to a new level and that's why they ask you back. So, so, so you're on just one ship or it's, you kind of get hired and you're like, all right, this is your, you know, you, you, you're hired here for six months and then you go to another ship. How does that work usually? Well, it, 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 it depends. I started out with um, wanting to just do relief jobs okay. because I just wanted different experiences. I wanted to go to different ports because often a ship will, will go to the same port. So I decided to do different ships. And my sister's opinion is she said more people should have the opportunity to experience your, your food. So she said you should do and get on as many different ships. But I've been doing that for into my third year now, and I'm kind of thinking it might be nice to settle into into a ship because I carry a lot of um, things with. I bring my own food processor, I bring my own noodle maker, I bring spices and seasonings. So I'm carrying a lot of luggage. So I'm starting to think it might be nice to call a place call a place home. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that. So, uh, favorite spot, uh, that you have traveled to aboard the ship? What do you think? Um, for sure, going through the Thousand Islands is just so beautiful. Like transiting through the Thousand Islands is just beautiful. I really enjoyed, um, um, going to, uh, Magdalene Islands. It's, it's a very, very narrow island and it's very, very pretty there. Of course, I love going into the U.S. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really hard. Like, I'm always excited to go and see new places. So anything new to me 
for sure when you when you're on a ship depending what you're carrying if you're carrying you know some of the cargoes the 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 areas where the docks ship are not that nice. But before long, you can get out of that area and just experience some beautiful places. Well, what a great job. And again, I, I encourage everyone to get Catherine's cookbook, shiptoshorechef.com is where you can order it. Um, and I guess she's going to have a keto-friendly uh, cookbook coming soon. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah, that's my um, that's my goal um, because both both my sister and I um, like we had the restaurant for twenty four years. We gained weight, you know. We worked and you know didn't do a lot of anything else. Just working. So um, when we started eating um, the paleo way, uh, both of us each lost a hundred pounds, and wow. it was so easy. And we're like, you know what? This is like you know we have to share these recipes with people because. You know, if you're eating like a or uh, restricting what you're eating, it should taste good. So, so this is what we're doing. And I love to walk. And here on the deck, I can walk on deck after supper or after lunch. And you know, like that's the other part of like you know eating good food and then walking. So that's yeah. what the book is going to be about: is about food that you can eat that's good for you. Lots of vegetables and, uh, of course, like meat dishes. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you don't want to. You want to keep the crew fit. They got work to do out there too. So yeah. <laughs> well, listen. Will That's you right. do us a favor and give us a honk next time you go through the Thousand Islands? And thank you so Absolutely. much for talking with us. And shiptoshorechef.com is where you will find Catherine's cookbook. And you definitely should follow her on Facebook because she has such interesting stories. That's amazing. Well, thank th- you. Thank you so much. It was lovely talking to you. And we will definitely salute when we go by. Ah, uh, thanks, Catherine. It sounds great. Thanks so much.